I was an ace. I couldn't miss. But in the game... Tell me you ain't gonna throw the curve, Tip. You ain't gonna throw the curve, Tip. Things were going from bad to worse. A little word to the wise. You choke, you croak. Until someone came along... I'm supposed to pick up a ball player. ...to lend me a hand. <laughs> Meet Ed Sullivan. Welcome aboard, dude! <laughs> he can catch. Welcome to another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again, I am Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. And of course, we're brought to you by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, podcasts, and more. Folks, if I sound angry, it's because I am. <laughs> because this week we watched Ed. So some of our younger listeners probably may remember this. This came out in the mid-90s, around 96. 96. Correct. Uh, I actually saw this movie when I was but a wee child. You did? I sure as shit did. <laughs> Jesus. And I, it wasn't until we did this podcast that I was like, oh yeah, that movie was a thing. Was it that bad? Well, <laughs> we will determine that. <laughs> That's my history with this movie, though. We, uh, how about you two? Had either of you ever heard or remembered this movie whatsoever? I had heard of it. I remember when it came out because it was a big deal that... You know, one of the friends was doing a movie, um, but I, I mean, I was that was I was two years into college at that point, so I was not the demographic for this movie. <laughs> well, maybe the demographic for this Who movie was but the demographic for this movie. I certainly did not go see it. Yeah, eight-year-olds maybe were the demographic for this eight-year-olds, movie. Eight-year-olds, dude. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I didn't debatable. know. I didn't know anything about this movie. And I wish I didn't know anything about this movie now. Yeah, I wish it had yeah. just stayed forgotten. 
Wow, you're standing. I, 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 he is I, pacing. Folks. I can only, I can't talk about this without pacing. <laughs> I'm just going to get. This is yeah. the first movie we've done where you are not seated. No. <laughs> and I'm not going to walk away during the podcast to get a drink <laughs> because I already have it in front of me. So that's being avoided too. <sighs> Zip, what do you have for the description of this piece of shit? Okay, here we go. So there. <laughs> So there are two descriptions listed on IMDb. Uh, I will read both of them to you. This one first and then the other second for comedic effect. Good, because I needed the extra reminder. Here we go. (laughs) Farm boy Jack Cooper... Fuck! ...is drafted into the minor league Santa Rosa Rockets as a pitcher because of his rocket arm. He being drafted is despite he not having organized (laughs) baseball experience at any level. He is nicknamed Deuce by his fellow players as the two-finger signal is the catcher's sign to throw a curveball, Coop's favorite and most killer pitch. But in the early going, Coop demonstrates that he chokes under pressure as throwing his famous curveball usually results in an out-of-the-park home run. Kirby, the son of the team owner, purchases a chimpanzee as the team mascot, who the team members, wrong, named Ed Sullivan. The coach, Chubb, decides, in quotes, that Ed will room with Coop, a move not without ulterior motives. Ed ends up being an overgrown kid in mentality, which makes him a pain for Coop to manage, leading to one misadventure after another for the pair. Ed not only is a fan of baseball, but has a rocket arm of his own. We know that! (laughs) As such, Chubb also decides to use Ed as a player at third base, a move which galvanizes the team on their march toward the pennant. But when something happens to Ed, Coop has to try and save him, his friend, and roommate, which may jeopardize his major league prospects. Through it all, Coop begins a romance with his next-door neighbor, single mom Lydia, whose precocious adolescent daughter Lizzie, who, along with Ed, seems to know what's better for Lydia and Coop than they do. Is this all one description? That's all one description. Oh, my God. I thought you were reading the Wikipedia plot synopsis. I thought so, too. All right. So, real quick, let me just read. Review over. We're done. Let me me read the other description. Brace your, your loins there. A trained chimpanzee plays third base for a minor league baseball team. So, there you go. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Comedy. And that is funnier than anything Anything in in this movie. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, let's just go ahead and get into the plot. Okay, so Matt LeBlanc, at the top of his friend's fame, plays Douche Cooper. Um, (laughs) As discussed, he's a pitching prodigy. We get in the prologue of the movie. Right. He's this guy that just shows up who's never been on a baseball team. He's never been to college or whatever. He's never played Little League. None of that shit. He just happens to throw very well because the movie says he can. Exactly. (laughs) And so the guy's like, hey, let's go ahead and put him on a team. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. After one pitch. One, one pitch, pitch right. and the guy's ready to sign him. One right. pitch, and one why pitch. was it? But we never established why he was trying out in the first place, no. ever. So how did he get to the mound without playing baseball? No. Okay. Didn't. How did he get to this tryout? How did they let him on the field? Plus, he's wearing cowboy boots and jeans. He's the only one without a uniform. Mm. Yep. Okay, and nobody says why he's trying out. In fact, the only people, the only person who has ever seen him throw the ball is his mom. Yeah, yeah, that's as he says. 
but no one you're you're right it's never addressed like it just it just in this prologue it just starts he just I mean, shows up he throws a pitch and that one dude runs up and he's like holy Toledo, batman <laughs> and then he ends up they just end up putting him on the team that's how this the movie yep, fucking that's starts. How it starts that's it that's how, that's it, starts. how it starts yep cut to they're on a farm and and the douche like he loves animals and, <laughs> and he's got the best dog he does that it's dog was so great is. speed he, yeah. yes he was a great hound dog he wakes up the dog's with him he licks him awake and he's yawning it was the best and he's on the farm and he's feeding the cat he's, he's Sorry. Yes, no, no, I know, but you're no, you're. I like where you're, the path you're on because <laughs> it's emphasized. Mm-hmm. He loves animals. Yes. When the pig fucking doesn't, when the pig's gone, like because he's like, hey, Charlotte, the spider. Where's where's Wilbur where's the pig? Wilbur, of course, he's where's like, Wilbur? okay, yeah. where's Wilbur the pig? I don't know. Mom's like, hey, honey, I got fucking bacon. Come eat Wilbur. <laughs> oh no, it's a huge slab of ham. It's a huge slab it's, of okay, ham. It's a huge slab of yeah, ham. Yeah. So it's like Charlotte. Where's Wilbur? And he's like distraught and about imi- this. Immediately, slam, huge slab of ham on the plate. Wilbur, mom, you didn't. And yep. At that point, I'm like, bitch, why the fuck <laughs> do you have a pig on a farm in the first fucking place <laughs> if you're not going to fucking eat the damn thing? What's the point? Exactly. Doesn't make yeah. any. Yeah. So that's the point we're starting on, folks. I'm already pissed. We're not even five minutes into the fucking yes. movie. Yes. Let but your whole, rage consume that, you. So, and the whole well, time, though, he's like throwing balls, and he's you know I, on the farm, he's doing stuff that yep. makes makes us know that he's got a great pitching arm. Yeah, milk toast motherfucker likes him some animals and throwing some balls that he's somehow good at because because <laughs> because yeah. So we cut to him now in the minor leagues, mm-hmm. and as you covered in the very extensive <laughs> plot synopsis, <laughs> motherfucker can't pitch. Because oh, it's not even that he can't pitch. It's because he just refuses to throw anything but a curveball. Right. Because right. it cuts that racist motherfucker who shows up. Because, like, the, the Hispanic uh, catcher, catcher hands him a bat. And he's like, out of the way, taco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Calls him taco calls every him time taco he comes every up. Every time. Yep. He yes. spits some chaw over mm-hmm. at, at Matt LeBlanc. Some chaw? the chaw. It's like he spits up in the air. <laughs> yeah. And he's got a huge gob of it now coming oh down his God. chin. Yeah. And yeah. you hear the whole like. Yeah. Oh, no. and yeah. Everything in this movie has a fucking sound effect. <laughs> yes, it does. Has a cartoon yes, sound effect. Yes, it does. Everything yeah. like someone taps someone on the shoulder. Boink. Boink. Yeah. yeah. A slap. Mm-hmm. I mean everything. <laughs> You yep. guys should see Jack right it's now. Like, it's like they raided the Cartoon Network uh, uh, a stock sound yeah. studio, and yeah. then just they're like, "Bring it all in." Yeah, everything except for the bubble sound effects that we got that we from, got from Warrior of the Lost World. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah. Everything else oh in this. Oh my god! So he can't pitch. Uh, enter Sleazeball Kirby, who I call for the rest of the of my notes. Poor man's Alan Cumming. And very poor. Like the worst. Yeah. This guy is so terrible. Can't even afford a good hairpiece. Oh my god. And that was a big joke. Which I know for the that's whole the movie. joke. That's but a, this terrible the, hairpiece. This guy is one of he is one of the worst actors I've ever seen. Yes. He is terrible. He's like in a completely like I different kn- movie. I know he's supposed to be playing like a stereotypical he, like I'm yeah, gr- greedy corporate bastard kind yeah. of thing. But, but it's there's no he can't even do that right. No, yeah. there's it's there's so nothing. Bad. This guy's terrible. No. Terrible. He, he approaches the co- chub. 
Chubb, played by like, Jack Warden, everybody. Yeah. Okay, Jack Warden, Jack who Warden. is the most grounded, natural. He is phenomenal in this because yep. he is surrounded by bullshit. Yep. Okay, and I, I wrote it down. Thank you, Jack Warden, for being grounded and real. I don't know what he did to make him get himself through this movie, but he did a beautiful job. Tell you what I did to I'm get just myself saying, through this you know, movie. Like he's having another drink, another folks. Drink. Yeah. Yeah, so we have, and who's the who's the um his uh his his manager? Um, uh, oh yeah, that he's guy. in a lot of stuff. He's in a lot of stuff too, and he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. Uh, shoot, I'll I'll get it. Keep talking, and I'll bring it up. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so poor, poor man's Bill out Cobbs. coming comes up to what? what's his name? Bill Cobbs. That's the right. Blake Tipton. Yeah. yeah, he was terrific too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So they approach Chubb and they're like, hey, we got this controversial player we need to bring in to get the big bucks and the big fan viewership. Let's go ahead and do it. And Chubb is like, I don't know. No one's going to like it. That ends up being bullshit later. Right. Oh, and then and then we get to see a young Jim Caviezel. And he's so sweet in this. Mm-hmm. He's, he's so sweet. Probably the only likable character in the whole movie. He's, oh my gosh! He well, really besides yeah. Jack Warden and, and Bill Cobb, I kind of had some yeah. issues with, with Jack Warden. Okay, in this, but uh, but Jim Caviezel plays the sweetest guy, and yeah. he's so uh, underutilized in this. He's Dizzy. so yeah, Dizzy, Dizzy Anderson, yeah. and uh, so sweet, just so sweet. I've never even been that big of a Jim Caviezel fan, but in this movie, he's very charismatic. I really wanted him to be in the movie more than he was. Yeah, but it was a it was a small part, a very small part. Well, well, and this is right before his breakout role in G.I. Jane. Yeah. 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 He's, he's great. Well, okay, continue. So they send they send Douche to meet with... <laughs> I'm calling him that for the rest I of the review. I know you are. Please uh, do. I know you are. Do, uh, if, if Blinded by the Light can pull it off, then so can I. <laughs> <laughs> they do not say douche. They say douche. I'm sorry. It's time to accept reality, <laughs> no! Anita. No! We're so, going to fight. So Douche goes to the bus station... Uh, and meets with Roger Pedactor, t- where he sends him to the back of the bus to meet the chimpanzee. Yes, right. it's a chimpanzee. Well, no, sorry. Yeah, well, uh, hold on. Let me. Yeah, let me go back. What? On that. What is the hugely convoluted story of how they came across this? Chimp? Mickey Mantle's plan. So apparently, it's Mickey Mantle's monkey. Yeah. So yeah. So this the Kirby, the owner's son. Uh, has given Jack Warden's character, Chubb, this plan. Here's this thing we're going to do to make a shit ton of money. We're going to bring in this thing. That's what it is. And we don't find out that it's a monkey until we see the goddamn monkey. Oh, but it's not a monkey, Adina. (laughs) It's a little person in a monkey Monkey suit. suit. Not a little person, little person, but a small 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 human. human. He's a chimp. In a monkey suit. Yeah. Oh. And the monkey suit's mm. pretty good. It's good, but it so, doesn't look real. If there's like an uncanny valley that applies to chimpanzees, so this then that it. brings up the question: How old is this goddamn chimp? Right, right. Yeah. If it belonged to Mickey Mantle, right, right. How old <laughs> is this chimp? Yeah, it's an excellent question because we don't know what time we're in. We don't know how old. Um, uh, Not to mention the fact that the plan that we see Chubb reading yeah. is a black notebook with a label that was obviously printed out of a regular yeah. printer <laughs> says, that just says the, the plan, plan. Right. smacked on the front of it. <laughs> breathe, Jack. Breathe. <laughs> yeah. 
So well, then we see a chimp. Yeah. And, and how do he get on the bus? Like, oh, oh my God, there's so yeah, much the bus driver's just like laughing like, his ass off about it. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's huh, right there. He's in the back. It's all good. So, yeah, so Mickey Mantle's fucking monkey is on a bus. And then it's Douche's job to take him over to the ballpark. And hijinks ensue. We get way too long of a comedy bit around them. Trying him trying to get the monkey to get in the back of the yeah, fucking so he, car. He tells the monkey to get in the back of the truck. Right. The monkey throws his stuff in the back, walks all the way around, gets in the passenger side. We have the cartoon, you know, like, no, I told you to get in the back. And then he gets out and then the monkey locks the doors to the truck. And oh, my God, this yeah. is it's just it just goes on and on and not one laugh from me. No, no, because None. the thing is, he's douche is so antagonistic from right the off the start. bat. He's immediately, immediately this lover of animals immediately is like, fuck you, monkey. I want nothing to do with you. That's, that's right. my problem. Like, and that's right. the How, biggest problem. Yeah. Yes. So there ne- we never get a likable douche. No. No. We never like him. No, he's either no. he's either milk no. toast or he's... Like he starts off okay, and then I hate him for the rest I, of the movie. And then I'm like, what because the... he's in constant pissed off mode, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we never know why, either. I mean, we get like bits and pieces. Okay, so let's continue. So we get him. They we get, get him, him the baseball field, yes. and the players fucking love him because who wouldn't love a fucking monkey on their team? I would, <laughs> right? Maybe not but, a maybe not a small man in a monkey costume. That's a different story. Yeah, but right. In the reality of the movie, I'd be on board for this. Right. And he can actually play. Yeah. Well, as we find out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, can we? What do you need? Can we talk... <laughs> can we... Jack, Jack is suffering, folks. No. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. confused. Uh, All right. We... Have we gotten to the I'm going to spank that monkey line? No. 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 Okay. No. <laughs> no. No. Come on. Really? You're going to bring that up now? Well, why not? There's still so much we got to get through. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I want to talk about the outfielder for a minute. Okay. Oh, the dumb guy? The guy wearing the glasses. Yeah. What, what the fuck was up with this guy? <laughs> well, he was just dumb. I, he was dumb. It, but <laughs> it wasn't that he was dumb. He was weird, even to the movie's extent. Because <laughs> well. as soon as the monkey shows up, he's like, ah, oh, Curious George. He thought he was Curious George. Oh, yeah. George. Keeps making the whole Curious He did. Yeah. He, he Where's the man in the yellow, yellow hat? Yes. But he plays it like he actually believes that this is Curious that George. That is actually yes. Curious George. A fictional yes. character. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then all the other weird shit they does for the rest of the movie. Touching magnets. He show, He teaches Douche's character how to zip a fucking Ziploc baggie at one point in the movie. <laughs> yep. Blue and yellow. That makes green. Red and blue make green. That was a thing. That was a thing. It was advertising. But why is he telling us this? Why do we need to know how to zip up a fucking bag? Because he Product was, placement. Because he had the mentality of like a seven-year-old. But that's... But... <laughs> Jack! Why, why is he on the team? Like the entire time, the movie, the guy's like, they're talking, they're trying to figure out what the deal is with Matt LeBlanc's character. Why, why he is still on the team because he refuses to throw anything other than a fucking curveball. And then we've got this fucking jackass over here who can't even catch a pop fly that's heading straight down towards his head later in the movie. Why is he still on the team? Why does, sorry, spoiler that's alert. A good point. Why does Jim Caviezel make the cut? And this son of a bitch sits the entire time with, as you said, the middle capacity of a seven-year-old <laughs> yes. why is he still on the minor league team and matt leblanc is the one who's at th- who's at risk right you're right you're absolutely right i don't know can you jump up on the couch again no. <laughs> i'm not tom cruise 
<laughs> Keep putting my notebook down because I'm so mad, and then I have to find my place. Okay, so they bring Ed out to demonstrate his talent because of reasons. Yes, and we find we out that us. okay, this 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 chimp can catch, and he can throw. He could. And why don't they make him pitch if he can throw? Like he can. Exactly. Why isn't he the pitcher and Matt LeBlanc is out? Here's, riddle Ding. me this. What? How come none of these guys are in the major leagues? Because I'm convinced that every single character in this movie, from the principals in the, on the Rockets to even racist McGiggles on the <laughs> other team, the yeah. Devils. Right. They all play like they're fucking superheroes. Right. Yeah. Like the guy. It's true. When, when he, when, when Matt LeBlanc fucks up his curveball to the guy, he powers the thing across the field with the enough velocity where it cracks a fucking window in a diner a mile away. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How is this guy not playing in the World Series? Right. <laughs> he should be on the New York Yankees, not on the minor leagues. So True. with Matt LeBlanc, if he can throw over 125 miles per hour balls consistently, right. whether it gets hit or not, yeah. he yes. should... And the chimp, the <laughs> thing throws the ball, and the ball that goes through mm-hmm. a guy's Dumbass right. McSeven-year-old's <laughs> glove and sets it on fire. Yeah. Yes, blows a hole through yes. it and it's on fire. You, it, I, yeah. you are correct, sir. This mm-hmm. this monkey should be. It belongs <laughs> in a museum. It should be. <laughs> <laughs> this. How did they afford a monkey that can throw enough? Everyone has superpowers in this universe. Yeah. Yes, it was Mickey Mantle's monkey, Jack. I mean, I'm I. I assume every member, every play, Derek Jeter in this universe is fucking Superman. That's yes. all I can assume. <laughs> yep. I've not seen you this worked up. This is exciting. <laughs> this is just me working out my Dragon Ball yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Still not past that. Here, here it is, folks. So because Chubb is a dick... He makes Douche live with the monkey because I'm sure that was in his contract when he joined the minor leagues. I'm sure. Again, because it's a comedy, they have to live together because hijinks get to ensue that way. And so we meet Douche's hot neighbor. Let's talk about her for a little bit. Okay. Zip. Yes. I want you to describe this woman's personality as best as you can. (laughs) Don't worry, I'll wait. (laughs) She's really nice. Well... At one point. Yeah. And at one point, she's a raging bitch. Yes. <laughs> yes. And at another point. Oh. Right. Yep. Um, and at another point, there, she's there's... a harlot. <laughs> well, yeah. The, it's. I don't know if you can describe a personality because you never. We don't get to know we her well know enough. Her. We yeah. see. Bits and yeah. We, we just see as like, okay, you say this line. With this type of emotion. That's right. Now you say this line with this type of emotion. There is no character at all. And it wasn't her fault. What was her name? Lydia. Lydia. Okay. So I just called her hot mom. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Not to be disrespectful. I I called her. her. I I called her woman from uh, Chicago Hope. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm old. It's all good. You're right. It wasn't her fault. It was the writing. It wasn't her fault because later, which we'll talk about. All of a sudden, she's raging at yeah. douche, and it's like, what the fuck for did no this reason. come? Yeah, for no, for no reason. reason. 
So it wasn't her fault. She was really sweet, and it was that that time period of that look. Just, that's that's she, what she was given. She's, yeah, that's what she was given. She and her daughter are the only female characters in the entire movie, basically. Right. And her daughter Except was for mom, terrific. which we see like one yeah. moment. And earlier I said that she was a harlot because there's a line at this point when he meets them. And I assume that they haven't lived in the same complex for very long because they act right. like they're strangers. Right. But the, her daughter who's with her says, look, Mom, he likes your flowers, referring to the monkeys among the flowers. Yes. And Mom's response is, Lydia's response is, glad someone around here stops and smells them. <laughs> yeah. That is not what I oh, got. Oh, now you're just all. reading it. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I got. When, did, when but, did he get this apartment, by the way? So the day, we never, the day when he did he... got the job, that's when I think we just assume. Ah, that, uh, right? yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Because right. I had to stop and go back. I'm like, wait, doesn't he still live on the farm? Yeah. Wouldn't it make more sense that if he still lived on the farm, he would have Ed on the farm? Right. That would make a whole lot more sense than now that he's in this cramped apartment yeah, no. in the city. Now that he's in the minor leagues, he's in the he's in the big city. <laughs> and has to live and, with a monkey. Yeah, and has to live with a monkey. So he has to live with this fucking monkey. Uh, and again, just a long series of quote unquote. I'm doing your force air quotes. I'm, air I'm so air comedy right now. Right now. Yeah. yeah, there's um, one point where I laughed inex- inadvertently because the, I'm pretty sure the puppet broke because its eyes got cross-eyed at one point when he's like, "Hey, brown noser, look at your brown nose." Right. And the monkey, like, it was trying to be cross-eyed, but one of them was a little bit off. So I just figured the puppet broke, like in Theodore Rex. Weird. They bought him dog food. What? What do you feed he a monkey? Bought him dog food. What the fuck? What? You're a farm guy. Okay, so you buy dog food for a monkey? I mean, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Uh, not, not to defend the movie because I certainly don't want to do that. But like, what do you feed a monkey? Duck a l'orange? I mean, like, what do you give? <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. Seriously, yeah, terrible, yeah, again, terrible. It just, it just further adds a, to him being a, a dick. Yeah, who somehow now doesn't and completely contrary to the character that was set up at the beginning right. of the movie. Thank you. Wh- yes. Yeah. And then, of course, here we go. You're right. Uh, the uh, completely unnecessary and l- unnecessarily long scene, which ends with the line. Can I say it now? Yes. I'm going to spank that monkey. Ah! <laughs> which is- and that <laughs> is not the most juvenile moment in this fucking movie. <laughs> no. No. And it was said with no irony. Zip. <laughs> Last night we were talking a little bit about this movie. Yeah. We didn't discuss it whatsoever because we're saving that for now, obviously. Sure. But you mentioned at one point that you were done and that you were going to bed. When, oh, yes. When was that? Have yeah. we passed that or is that no, yet to come? No, we have not gotten to it no, yet. No, we please, haven't gotten to it. Please there. make a. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. make us a. I, I let will us, let you let us know. know when Believe that was. Me. Yes. So we cut to the next day. Again, Douche is still f- screwing it up because he refuses to throw anything other than a curveball. Dude, it's called practice. If you're good at a fastball, stick to what you're good at, and then hone the skills on the side. Exactly. Don't make that your only course of action. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. So cut to Chubb's office. Hold on. just I just want to do a shout-out because we get an actor from Parks and Rec right before this. The guy in the press box. The guy who plays Larry Jerry. The announcer? Yeah. What's he? Who's he? He was in Parks and Rec. He okay. played Larry Jerry. They, he cha- they changed his name throughout the whole thing. Hmm. 
So I'm just I just want you to know we had some pretty heavy hitters in this movie. We had some good actors here. So I just I wanted to give a sh- shout out to him because I love him. So mm. there we go. Okay, so then we go to the clubhouse, the manager's office. Yeah, and they're yes. flipping coins because let's decide who's going to make it to the major leagues. And they get to douche, Mag- uh, what, douche Cooper, <laughs> and they flip the coin, and then it turns into a, C- a terrible CGI coin. And yeah. it just stops right on its axis, right on its side. Yeah, so it's standing straight up. It did not actually fall on a side. And then Chubbs is like, I can't he believe says, it. Well, hacksaw my legs and call me shorty. Which I'd never heard before. And he's like, don't, no. don't touch it. Don't touch it. I'm going to put a cup over it. We're going to leave it and that's the rest right. of the movie. And, and that's a thing. It's like the, the, his character and the assistant coach are all like, always spouting these euphemisms yes, or, or old things. sayings or whatever. Right. And there's a mythology that starts. There's a magic that starts in this movie that never gets resolved. Because they, they do this thing where they flip a coin... Mm-hmm. To determine whether somebody's going on to the big show, right? Like it is magical, mm-hmm. and this coin ends up on its on its axis, just like you say. And so there's a a magic element gets it, that gets introduced that never is really fully real. I mean, it is, but it. it I mean, it, yeah. It, it. I mean, it set up this beautiful thing that could have sort of changed the way this movie went. I would say, <laughs> based on how things transpire later in the movie, right. it wasn't magic that the movie was trying to say it was. It was Jesus. <laughs> okay. We will get to that. Oh, God. Okay. And you know okay. exactly what I'm talking okay. about. Oh, Jesus Christ. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Okay. Back to the apartment. Oh, my God. Night two. This was the worst. Uh, it, we, yes, it was. This was the worst. It's a whole running gag of Ed wants to come inside because he's pretending to be cold. He wants to sleep in the apartment. And Why is he sleeping outside in the first place? Because Matt LeBlanc... Does, uh, sorry, excuse me. Douche. <laughs> he's my, a douche. Yeah. yeah. Douche. Yeah. Douche is a douche. Yeah, he won't let him eat his food. He won't let him pee inside. He won't let him sleep inside. Why is he so fucking antagonistic? And then he has another character swap, because yeah. after all this bullshit, uh, uh, Ed decides, "Hey, let me bust down the door." So he busts down the door. He literally busts it down. We get like this weird shot of of douche looking between his own legs, bent over. He falls over, and then it cuts to a scene of him tucking the ape in comfortably. He's completely at peace about it. So this is my mindset on this. Okay, all right, Ed. Since you broke it down my door and ensured that my deposit just vanished like a fart in the wind, <laughs> make yourself at home. <laughs> Motherfucker. Because why not? That's perfect logic. So character flip. <laughs> I guess we're back to mm-hmm. farm animal Matt LeBlanc again. I guess so. Yeah. Also, there's a Friends reference. Yes, there is. Oh, uh, yes, there yes, is. Yes, there is, because Ed is watching TV. It's mm-hmm. late at night, and everything that he turns to has a monkey or a gorilla. And at one point, he's... Uh, He's watching what we think. Well, after and this is after the Friends reference. We see Rachel with Marcel the monkey. Correct. Right. Okay. So we get the Friends reference. That's great. And then we see something that might be King Kong. And then we see how TV stations used to sign off mm-hmm. with the national anthem and the Correct. American flag. Yes. And so then Matt LeBlanc's like, "Oh, he's patriotic," and he broke down my door. Everything's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. 
And this was when I wrote, why do we care about Cooper? He's an asshole. And it <laughs> took the, me that you long. You only wrote it down then? Yeah, that was the first time I wrote it down. It took because, you like 40 minutes well, to write be, that down? Well, because I'm trying to make excuses. And I'm trying to, you know, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Cut to horseshoe bullshit. Wait, wait, wait. Can we have another, can we have another of the old guy's um, little sayings? Go this one it. I had to rewind twice so I could get all the words. This is from Bill Cobbs. <laughs> you can lead the boy to water. You can take the fish out the country, but you can't make the horse drink, Chub. <laughs> and then Three. too much chur- Chub says, well, that was clear as mud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Cobb. Here's a proverb for you. Brevity is the soul of wit. <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make him drink. <laughs> right. Well, that's, done. That's not what he said. But hey, <laughs> no, he took three different ones and mixed them all together. Yes, hilarious. Hence the clear as mud. Yes. So douche gets a shoe horse, uh, a, a, a horseshoe, mm. in the mail from his parents, and then weird outfielder, whatever his name is, <laughs> seven year old, seven year old McGovern. <laughs> he starts smelling the thing and rubbing it against his skin to like the sparkly sound effect. Again, everything in this movie has a sound right. effect. Yeah. It gets so weird and that whole thing goes nowhere. Yeah. And it's all about luck and Coop not the being able magic to throw and the of magic, the right? Yeah. Yes, yes like, exactly. Luck is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So there somebody in that writers room somewhere in there with the director and everything, somebody wanted some Disney-esque magic to happen with right. this movie which would have made it better if they had just gone for it and you might not be walking around like you are if they had done it but this is really fun well it's it's a movie about a chimp playing baseball so they gotta actually get the chimp playing baseball right and this is Dina, when i got pissed you take this one okay. this is all you i've uh, yeah i'm just gonna start yelling again okay so this is when Chubb decides to actually let Ed play third base. Yes. And the coach comes up and is like, uh, and, and let me let me point out that the ump is a huge black man. Okay? Huge black man. And the the coach from the other team. The Sharks. The Sharks. Yes. Thank you. So they're arguing over whether they let the chimp play. You know, is he a chimp, a person, whatever. The coach of the chart says, we let all kinds of people play this game. And it was clearly, clearly a racist comment because the coach goes, no, no, wait. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't because the ump is looking at no, him. No, the ump actually the says, ump says something says, to him. Yeah, right. Uh, all kinds of people, all coach. All kinds of people. Yeah. Yeah. So we just got racist in this movie. We just. And. Taco, Taco didn't do and, it for you. And, right, Taco, we start with Taco, but then are we equating black people with monkeys? Is that what's happening here, Ed? Okay, because, oh, we let all kinds of people, so then you're going to let a chimp in? Okay, so that's when I got, uh, right? So then the ump was like, he's fucking playing the game. Put the monkey in, motherfucker. Yep. Yeah, so, right, Jack? And it goes in this great long speech about how all chimps can play <sighs> yeah so he we, does this great speech and as yeah. we know that the chimp can play like he, he they put him as third baseman and they we get like a long montage of him playing baseball them doing well all in the meantime uh 
<laughs> yes, mm. a montage. Yes. Ed is like breaking rules. He's like ripping off people's pants in order to stop them from running and stealing right. bases. All right. kinds of bullshit that should be called by any umpire with half a wit sense, but apparently everyone has the same mental capacity as the fucking outfielder. As I alluded to earlier, Caviezel ends up getting cut for being the only normal player on the team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He got cut, and we don't know why, and he doesn't want to be comforted about it at all. I mean, it's he's the sweetest. Oh, my gosh, he's the sweetest thing. Yeah, he, he really is, and I, and I missed him. Yeah. And they go out to celebrate in his honor by going out to get drunk at a bar. Right. And then this is when we get to really see the backup pitcher, his true colors. Yeah, he's Barnett. a dick. Barnett yep. is a total dick. Yes. And this is another actor yeah, he's done stuff. who's done some really great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the Brothers McMullen. Um, with, uh, oh, that's such a good movie. Right? Yeah. Okay, so here's a really great actor, and he, he was very committed. I totally believed him, and his, ho- his character is a total dick. But he got to stay. But we've never really seen him pitch. So, yeah, so they drink, they get drunk. Well, they that's have why he's a dick. He never even got a shot. Uh, right. Yeah. How would you feel if your first string, the guy in front of you, uh, keeps choking, ke- keeps fucking up because he won't even listen to what the coach is telling him to do? Yeah. Don't do the curveball, and he keeps disobeying and he keeps his job. Right. You're right. I'd be pissed too. Yeah. I'm. I'm He's with the most you. sympathetic character in the movie. Yes. <laughs> until he turns into a dick. I mean. Yeah. This is not a racist. Nice. I mean. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Again, he, he's complete. I completely understand his his plight. Yeah. We get more montages because. Douche gets drunk. Great role model for a kid's movie. Yeah, he can't drive, so he gets the chimpanzee to do it. Long montage of them going to ludicrous speed without the plaid along the streets. (laughs) And and way too long a a driving scene. Yes. With a song sung by... Meatloaf! Yep. Of course it was. Yep, Yes, it was. That was the only, that was the only moment when I was like, "Hey, that's Meatloaf!" <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yay! The only time I smiled. Oh my god! Well, and that's when I wrote, "What the fuck is this movie?" Because it wanted to be animated. <laughs> it wanted to be magic. Mm-hmm. We even got an animated. We got dollar signs. Oh yes, on, that's right. When he realized Kirby, that Ed that was going to be like a star insert, player now. Yeah, exactly. Because even the, Chubb says, "I just this second became totally unafraid of dying." He says that, and then we see Kirby and dollar signs dollar appear. Signs appear uh, like like cartoon. A cartoon cartoon dollar signs appear in his in his eyes. eyes so yeah so then that's at at this scene with the with the ludicrous ludicrous speeds the monkey driving all this stuff i'm like what the fuck is this this movie had no idea when it wanted to be oh, not at all and we got meatloaf which was a bonus no, oh, an yeah. unexpected bonus yeah we are not done with the drunk scene okay nope. because I'll, 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 god damn it here it comes yeah they get back to the apartment yes oh my god Ed goes into the bathroom and starts peeing in the toilet. Yeah. And then douche comes in, <laughs> knocks him out of the way, and proceeds to pee in the toilet. Tells Don't him they to cross share. the streams? Tells him to share. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then Ed comes back in after he's been knocked away, <laughs> and we hear the sound of pee going all over the place. <laughs> then... He comes back over, and now they're both peeing in the toilet together. 
at the same time. And it's at this point <laughs> when I said, fuck this movie, I am done. And it's exactly what you said. This movie has no idea what it wants to be, right. but we know it's supposed to be a kid's movie. Right. This is why we can't have nice things. Because when I, I remember around this time, around this time is when I heard the argument, well, you know, they just don't make any good family films anymore. This fucking movie is the reason. This movie is the reason. Because this is what they came up with as kids' entertainment. Okay, so. Not only is this wildly inappropriate. It's disgusting. Yeah, okay, so then that answers my question. Because as a woman... Is that a thing? No! Okay. No. Okay. No! Because I thought it wasn't, but I just wanted to no. make sure. No! I mean, yeah. I experimented at summer camp, but they told me that was wrong, so. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. I mean, if you're at, like, you know, if you're out, like, in the yard or something, and you decide to pee on a rock or so like i'm gonna pee on this and right. see what that's what yes, yes that's one thing that happens yes and maybe yes well, i'm gonna pee on it too right but no okay. even in a drunken stupor have i ever shared a toilet <laughs> with another living creature ever you, you never cross the streams right okay never cross the streams never cross the streams yeah. never cross the stream but and, and this is like how is this yeah. Ugh. I mean, this was in theaters. This, this was, was in made theaters. for people to pay money that they slave away at a nine to five job to see with their right. kids, with their children. Yeah. And that's not, I, I just, <laughs> this is not entertainment. Oh my this God. is not funny. Scatological humor has its place, but if you're going to do it, you need to do it correctly. Right. You need to, there needs to be an absolute necessity for making the joke or whatever it right. is, yes. if you're going to go that route, yes, that's fine, whatever. But this is not funny. It's creepy. It's disturbing. It's disgusting. And it's not. It's just. I don't. Why? It wasn't funny. Why? Right. This is what they thought was. Oh well, the the kids will get a kick out of this. No. A, a no. Peeing in a no one should get a all kick the, out of all that. the all the shit humor and all the fart humor in this movie just chalks up to nothing. Like again, there is such a thing exactly. as a good fart joke. I don't care how old you are, there can be an effective fart joke. There yes. can be, yes. This movie does not get it. Nope. No. 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 So Lydia So Liz. then they Yeah, because so then we, they yeah. pass out. Because there's there's a pretty mom character in the movie, so that means that she has to end up with douche. Right. right. Because so the next day, we get little girl who basically peer pressures douche into asking her mom out and smelling her flowers be uh, uh, by, right. by accusing him of being, being gay. gay. Yeah. Yes. And she tells him, now, this is, I thought she was going to be my hobo in a barn. Because uh, she was great. Mm. This little kid was great. And she has one of the best lines in the movie, your yeah. priorities suck, Jack. So... Because, yeah. you know. I'd agree with that. Well, I mean, she she calls it like she sees it, and she sees through Jack immediately. He, I mean, she. I don't know why she likes him, because she says earlier that he has a nice ass. We have no reason why he, yeah. how, right. how well they know each other. That's right. never established. Exactly. So she just thinks he's cute, and her mom is single, so... Mm -hmm. That's that's it. So therefore, okay? she, just, she wants a daddy. Right. So therefore, why are, and and you know she's like, well, do you not want to date my mom because she's he's she's got me, which was 
a sweet moment. But you know, but yes, she he she kind of blackmails him, guilts him into asking out her mom. You yeah. feel like she wants her and douche to be together more than her mom actually does. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't Absolutely. think her mom's even considering it. I don't think she gives a shit other than the fact that she's like, hey, come smell my flowers. Right. <laughs> she says it. Don't laugh like I'm making some bullshit you joke. Are, it's a direct quote. What, I know, but that's not what she meant. Mm. <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> no, there was another line that implied, like, I wouldn't mind seeing you again or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But. So she she calls him out for being gay. So to prove her wrong, he grabs one of her mom's flowers and then don't think too much into that. And then goes inside to ask her out. Cut to date nights where they leave so weird. Ed and the little girl together in the apartment alone. And mom is completely fine with this. Right, you're right. She's gonna leave. And she's the like, kid oh, with you the sure they'll be okay together? He's like, oh no, he's great. He loves and, kids. Whatever. And, then he says, and she's like, okay. what's the worst that could happen? Which you never... You never say that. You never say that. I have a lot of problems with that part. (laughs) They cut to the fairground. They're at a fairground for their date. And the mother says, and I wrote this down, should I call or am I just being an overprotective mom? (laughs) (laughs) You're a mother of a nine-year-old and you left her under the care of a fucking chimpanzee! (laughs) You yeah. are not doing your job as a mother. If you, you think that you, you are not being overprotective at <laughs> no. all. No, when you get to the fairground, you fucking call your daughter to make sure she's fine. <laughs> there is no excuse for that. No, there's not. There really isn't. No. It's a fucking chimpanzee. And as we see later in the movie, it is some of the stupidest shit that even that character has been established as doing. Yep. You're <sighs> leaving your child in the care of something that is put in a cage in yeah. zoos across the country. <laughs> and you think maybe you're being overprotective because you're leaving. Fuck you, lady. <laughs> it's not her fault, Jack. <laughs> it's not her fault. No, it's not. It's that's the, what that's what was written. She for, inhabits a character, and it is that character's fault. <laughs> Don't divert the blame to the writers in this one. This was written and created. This is a collaborative effort. It's film, damn it. It's, yeah. <sighs> oh my god. Jackson, there is plenty Jackson of blame to go around on. Yes, this one. there is. Yes, there is. But, but yeah, it's, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And and that's the thing. That's why it's like for the only female character that has any sense of development or that should have any sense of development whatsoever. Right. She is so poorly written. Yes. It is completely. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. I mean, there she had a lot to do with it as well. She could have put a lot more worry into the. Are you sure they're going to be OK? Uh, you know, even before they left. Yes. It's just like, I don't feel comfortable with this. <laughs> I, it could have gone that way. But no. For the story, it had to go this way. But also, why are you asking the guy who has no children, who has no serious relationships, who has no responsibilities, and who has the money. how to be a parent? Right. Why are you asking? <laughs> you have a nine-year-old daughter. You've gone nine years with this practice of being a mother, a single right. mother, which are, was one of the most difficult jobs that a person can undertake. And right. you're asking for dumbass douche McCooper. Well, because he's supposed, ass. Be, he's supposed to be taking care of the chimp. You are asking way too much of this movie, Jack. <laughs> this movie asked way too much of us. Uh, yes, it did. It didn't it's ask true. for shit. It just delivered and delivered and gave it. 
So the date ends, and they pull into, and all this time we get all these stupid moments where you know fart jokes. Oh, and, so the yeah, the, the girl and the are, chimp decide to have a gross out contest. Right, and all they eat are is ice cream and popcorn. Yeah, and they're burping and farting and making a fucking mess that yep. I couldn't. And have watching made watching cartoons. So it's yep. like, look, I'm doing this gross thing. I'm doing this gross thing. I'm going to burp. I'm going to burp louder. Oh yeah, well I'm going to fart. <laughs> and he farts so hard that it's, he it's, lifts up off the couch. And it sounds like a shark. <laughs> it does sound <laughs> like a shark. You're laughing at the it, fart joke. It, it, no, 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 I'm not. I'm <laughs> laughing at the fact that they thought they had to go that far yes. to make a joke. It was like, really? Why would you go that far right. when making a fart joke? That's the thing. Is that they're pushing so hard and he's literally pushing yes, hard yep. at that point <laughs> to to make this joke it's like he could have just farted and we get it right but no, no. it lifted him up into the air yes. that's how powerful it yes. was yes. and i'm like fuck <laughs> you it's sad that i didn't laugh at that when it actually happened but you described it like that did yes <laughs> yeah so maybe it's just execution see that's what i'm saying yes if done properly it can be funny but no, mm. not, you don't just do it for the sake of doing it and then expect, oh, well, if it comes up off the couch, the kids will love that part. No, probably no. not all the kids no. will like it. No, they don't. And the parents probably sure as hell won't appreciate it. No. Uh, no. No, and let's say before the a date ends, they told Lizzie that she had to be asleep by 10 o'clock. So, date ends. Go, Jack. Date ends, they pull into the parking lot of the apartment complex and... The the little girl and Ed both hear them park. They're like, holy fuck, we need to clean the apartment really quickly. And so it's a montage of them cleaning everything that would probably take what? I mean, even everything. No, hours. seriously, this would, would have taken hours. hours yes. and, and they the, have like 30 seconds right. to and do all And the cuckoo this. clock, which yeah. says 10 o'clock and is going, uh-oh, 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 sounds yeah. like Einstein. Oh, holy shit. So that's what they did with him. Yep. Cuckoo clock sounded like Einstein. Einstein was recycled. Mm. He was upcycled into the cuckoo clock. Mm. So, yeah. Now so we just the cuckoo clock and yeah. said dickhead. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, so something that would normally take hours to clean. Yes. They have 30. And, and this is what I wrote. Are you effing kidding me? The cleanup scene? Really? Yeah. Really? And no payoff. Just a yeah. drop joke when they realize, oh, look, all the mess is in the closet. We open up the closet. Mess everywhere. And that's it. Yeah. And then we cut to... More Ed baseball montages. Well, before that, the- though, we get the uh, we get Kirby and the white oh. guys. Yeah. And which to which I wrote because uh, all the all the hoopla around Ed results in these Nana Nutters. So they're oh, yeah, they're, yeah. they're chocolate banana covered nutters. bananas with nuts, I think, on them. Okay, Which actually sounds really good. Right, now. The, uh, they're they're, right? they're, uh, they're, uh, they're like pops. They're like frozen, frozen bananas, bananas covered in chocolate and nuts. And nuts. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and they're so, like, there's always money in the banana stand, so let's go ahead and invest <laughs> in this. That's right. That's right. So Kirby decides to sell Ed. Okay, and it's a bunch of white businessmen. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're all like, woohoo! And they kind of toast each other with the nana nutters. Right. And this is what I wrote a bunch of dicks eating dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Phallus <laughs> toast, <laughs> gentlemen. Yep, we're going to fuck the monkey. Yep. Right? We're oh going to exploit the monkey. Okay. <laughs> and they toast each other with their dicks. Thank you. 
So then Ed is captured. Yep. He's forced into a cage. And, oh, wait, no, douche the rescue. So he finds, he tracks down where the monkey is. I guess the company, so the, the... Kirby tells him that he's sold him. Yeah. But how he finds him, we don't even know. No. Right? Not, not, not when I saw it. He just goes in there, and these he, two jackasses have have Ed in a cage in a. Oh no! It's it's at, the, it's, it's at the it's at the devils. It's at the the sharks. The, the, the sharks. The sharks. The yeah. sharks stadium. Okay, yeah. so he's traded. So, yeah, because that's how he gets in. Is the security guard stops and he says, "Hey, I right. left my glove here in the locker room like the last, last week." Right. Yeah, so yeah. that's the only reason he's able to get in. That's right. Yeah. So he's in a cage in a freaking clown suit. In a clown suit. Yeah. And, Why? and being tortured Why? by like Emperor Palpatine lightning from the <laughs> yes. from yeah they've the got their like stun batons or whatever and like hitting the cage yeah. with it and jolting him with electricity like, yeah. I get that for no back. reason yeah right. and why is he in a clown costume if he's going to be playing baseball yeah I don't th- none yeah of it I don't makes sense. I, I don't get none it. of it makes yeah. sense it's like hey look he's a construction worker now let's dress him up as a cowboy I mean it's just the yeah, same yeah. logic it's bullshit yeah it's or just, any of the other village people. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Okay, so Matt LeBlanc uh, proceeds to punch one guy out, kick the other guy in the nuts. So, so you know, nice to see that, that douche plays fair. And then he gets taken out. And so Ed sees this and just bends the bars and takes care of the two thugs himself. Why didn't he do that in the first Why place? Why didn't he do that in the first place? And right. don't give me, like, the bullshit, like, oh, he was mad, so he did it. If the motherfucker can throw a baseball with enough velocity to incinerate a baseball glove, he can bend bars. He can bend right. No problem. Exactly. Yes. So yeah. wait, is this after the diner scene? Have we have we skipped? Oh, that's right. No, the where she loses her shit. Yeah. yeah. Because so, that's what prompts him to go, to go when when yes. she turns into raging bitch on him, right. and that's what prompts Deuce to go rescue to go him. rescue him. Oh, okay. so yeah. So let's. Yes. Just, I want to just that's backtrack true. real quick because. Yeah. All of a sudden, we see that Lydia works in a diner. Right. She's a waitress, which we've never seen. Had no, idea. We no, no, we, had have, no idea. we have. We have? Yeah, because when when uh, when the racist McGigglecuddy uh, hits the baseball and it that's shatters right. the window. That's right. She's the waiter. The, she's the waitress. Yeah. Oh, she that's, is right. The, that's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. Because so that's the that's first right. time we actually see her. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, Douche visits her at the diner, and she goes fucking bad shit on his ass yeah because he doesn't know what to do and she's like and this is what she said when jack cooper's in trouble you work twice as hard when it's anyone else it's just too much trouble what what the what, I fuck don't, yeah. what's your there's, context for that right there's none yeah, exactly we have never seen any like disc Gordon's behavior between either of like everything no. has been hunky dory between them this entire time. Right. They still barely know each other. They've been on one date. Right. And even though he's a dick, yeah. He hasn't shown any behavior that would cause that. No, so not at all. this is either we've missed a scene, like they've cut something, right. or again, we have a mm-hmm. screenwriting problem where they just needed to and Kick may, him in the ass somehow and get him motivated. And, he's never, he's and never because I, tw- he's never worked twice as hard to help himself out because he hasn't done anything when he's, no. been, when he's been worried about because being all he would have to do is throw a fucking fastball and that would be twice as hard <laughs> as you. he has done before. <laughs> Thank you. Right. That's right. all he would have to do is throw a different kind of pitch. Right. 
So yeah, so there's there's no so and, and I and I thought maybe it's because her daughter was upset because when he's telling them what has happened and right. the girl gets up and is like, oh, isn't there anything we can do? And he's like, no, nope. sorry, I don't think we can. It's already been done. And so she gets upset and leaves the diner. And then that's when mom goes batshit. But I'm like, even then, it's like, well, it's not like he just cussed her out or something. Right. And he can't I just, do it. I, it he can't makes do anything, though. No sense. So then she, he's like, well, maybe should I, what do you want me to do? Just steal him back? She's like, yeah. What? Yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly what happens. I'll be a better person when you start being a better mother. How about that? <laughs> hey, oh, drop the mic. Done and done. Yeah. So then that little scene, which makes no sense, comes out of nowhere, gets him to get Ed back. And she calls Ed Coop's best friend. So, And we haven't established that either. No. Like we've established that, yes, they're getting along. They're sleeping fine. and They're now sleeping in the same bed in the apartment. Okay? So we've got that, that they're, they're copacetic, but yes. they're not best friends. No. So, yeah. So then he goes and gets... Um, Ed, and then he tells Ed to go to the truck when he's finally gotten him, got out of the cage. He's punched everybody. Everybody's good. He tells Ed to go to the truck, and then we see Ed in a Nana Nutter truck. Yes. Okay, so, and this is when I was like, wait, Ed knows which truck to go to. Mm-hmm. So why did he go to the Nana Nutter truck? Because he wanted to eat all of the Nana Nutters. Okay, could we have seen that scene then, uh, please? Could we have? No. Could <laughs> okay. we have? Because I'm like, well, why didn't we because see that, that, and that's the chasing thing. And the, the and banana truck? Invalid URL. Um, <laughs> no, no, he's no, 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 back no. there eating he's all eating of the bananas. things, yeah, and that's the only yeah. reason he's back there, but it still makes no it sense. It makes no sense. He's attracted to bananas. Because he's, he's a monkey. A monkey. <laughs> but, oh, no. but we have seen a level of high intelligence in this monkey. He knows how to operate a door lock on a car. Yes. yes. He knows how to take a shit and then take out the little spray, go back in there, and then spray after himself. Yes. yes. He knows how to spin a tire to help someone train their pitch. Yes. yes. Why? <laughs> Why does a monkey of this intelligence somehow... Revert back to his primal state and then just go after, use his fucking stomach as his brain. Yeah. Right. He, he gets fucking hypothermia yeah, that's because right. he's in the back yes. of a frozen of, of truck. Of a refrigerated truck. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where's the intelligence now, I, motherfucker? <laughs> oh, wait. We need conflict in here. This we, is ridiculous. We should have videotaped this. And one. No, uh, I think this we can blame on the screenwriter. Yeah, yes, this, the only reason they did this was because they didn't want the monkey to play in the final championship game because that's what stakes are. Exactly. Right. Forest conflict. <laughs> Damn it! I'm making the cats mad. I don't care. <laughs> so. So then, so he's the douche. truck takes off yes. because the monkey climbed in the back because it needs to because we need a chase scene now. <laughs> and so the monkey's eating bananas. Oh, what could possibly go wrong? And they finally get to the truck. And oh, look, fucking dumb now, dumbass monkey mm-hmm. is shivering cold in the back of the car. That's Let's true. go get into a hospital where a little girl can be left in charge because obviously they're good codependent babysitters. Well, hold on. Let's yep. g- hold on. He says, call an ambulance. Not a vet, because uh, yeah. monkeys are people. Yes. Okay, so right. No. Okay, so, so 
let, let me let me just throw this little anecdote in there. <laughs> And it was it was around this game. time. He's supposed to get to the last pending the championship game. Exactly. There's a time thing on this too. There's a time limit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Zip. So it was it was around this time that uh, my wife walked into the room and sat down. <laughs> oh no. She never watches any of these movies that we watch on. She never watches any of them. So, but she came in and sat down. She didn't realize I was watching it at the time. She came in and sat down and looked up at the screen and saw Matt LeBlanc and said, Oh my God, look how young he is. Not five seconds later said, Oh, this is for the podcast, isn't it? (laughs) It took her five (laughs) seconds to realize Oh, this is one of those bad movies that you watch. And then five seconds later is when he says, call an ambulance. My wife is a registered nurse. Immediately, she said, that would never happen. And I'm like, okay. Welcome to my world of pain. We have got to get Amber on the podcast. <laughs> we should. <laughs> For the should. next like doctor-related movie oh of any God. kind. Oh, we got oh God. yeah. Mm. Aye, aye, aye. And then so, she'll yeah. never want to come back. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> so we go back to the game where Douche has to play. Uh, crazy outfielder guy legitimately has murder in his eyes. He yes. wants to kill the other ball players. Right. He wants Again. to kill Kirby. Yeah. He, he wants to kill Kirby. He wants to murder. Who doesn't? And Chubb says we can kill Kirby, but after the game. After the game. His priorities are in the right no, place. No, no, I'll let you kill him, yeah. but <laughs> after the game. between Chubb and this guy. Chubb says it like, oh, yeah, we're totally going to kill him. We're going to kick his ass, whatever. Outfielder wanted him to die. Yeah, he There's did. There's no question yeah, no. in his eyes there is murder. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kirby needed to die. And then, and then so, we get. I gotta go back to the hospital, okay? Because because we get the chimp gets um, taken out of the hospital by Lizzie. They they rescue Ed, right? Okay, here's my hobo in a barn. <laughs> the doctor. Oh no, Adina! Come on, he has the best line in the whole movie. So he's trying to sedate the monkey because he's super excited because the game is on. <laughs> okay, the game, oh, the is, game on is being TV. televised. The yeah, game they is being televised. There's my drink right there. Okay, <laughs> so Lizzie is not. <laughs> yeah, Lizzie's not my hobo in a barn. The doc is my hobo in a barn, who's also been in a ton of shit. Okay, this is another good actor. So he goes to anesthetize. Not euthanize, anesthetize no, Ed, no, okay? Put him back to sleep. Yeah. And he ends up stabbing himself. In the leg. Okay? <laughs> and for some reason, Douche Cooper doesn't have a ride. Don't know why, but he doesn't have, a, he doesn't have his truck. Who knows why? We don't know why. So the doctor says, <laughs> and, and let's remember, he stabbed himself with the anesthesia. <laughs> he says, take an ambulance. They go fast, and they go wee. <laughs> it made me laugh. Cut straight into the Once ambulance. Once again, it's going. way funnier when you say it. So, so that's when I wrote Hobo in a Barn. Boom! That guy. Because because what he said was true. 
okay, because this is my criteria for a hobo in a barn. If they say something that's true, not necessarily profound, okay, <laughs> and it furthered the plot, okay, so they got Ed still in his still in his little nightgown from the hospital. We, we, well, we skipped how he comes back to life or how he yeah. regains consciousness. Little girl prays to Jesus. Yeah, it's true. He so, does. Th- so this becomes she a does. Christian movie. Yeah, because she said, you know, he would never ask for himself, so I'm going to ask for him. And how she knew that Ed would never pray for himself. Ed or douche? I think Ed, because then she puts the mitt. Oh, yeah, because he's a mitt. fucking monkey who That's climbs right. the back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so she prays to God or whatever to bring Cthulhu. Ed back to life. And then we get Hobo in a Barn. Because <laughs> he can take an ambulance to the game, and then and then we, we cut back to, to the yes. game, yeah. <laughs> where douche is pitching, and of course, it, there's one more pit, one more batter that stands between them and the victory. Right, yeah, we're down yeah. to the course. final out. Yeah, yeah, and it is racist McGiggles, yep. whatever his name is. Yeah, um, he pitches a fastball, strike. Yep, cool. Says something racist, picks up his bat, takes a swing at the next one. Foul ball. Okay. Woo. Tension. So Matt LeBlanc. Sorry. <laughs> Douche. Douche. <laughs> he thinks, thinks about doing the fastball. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. He looks up. Oh, it's Ed. Motherfucker calls timeout. <laughs> because, okay. Goes up and makes out with a hot mom in front of little girl. And then yep. goes back to the plate and Ed tells him with his two fingers to throw a curveball. Do the curve. Yep. That's what this has been all about. All leading up to. In a way, you could say he dropped a deuce. <laughs> he most certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Jack's going to walk out. He's, He's going to break hit a, me chair. With a chair. He's going to hit, hit me with a chair. <laughs> no. Don't do it. Don't do it. We totally should have videotaped this one. <laughs> We're finishing this review, then you're leaving my apartment. <laughs> We're never coming back. I had enough fucking monkey puns to deal with this in this movie. His name is Douche, and it shall always be Douche. <laughs> he throws the curveball, and he strikes him out. Yay! Everybody lift up Douche on their shoulders. Hold up, deuce to the heavens. The day is saved. Thanks to a man and his love for a fucking monkey. <laughs> then they pile up into the truck with Lydia and Liz and Ed, and they all move to Los Angeles because Lasorda. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait no, no. don't forget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the coin falls. Yeah, the coin falls. On heads, which yep. means they're go- he's going to the which show. Which means he's going to so the, the big co- show. So the coin finally falls. Lasorda says, give him whatever he wants. And they all go to L.A. in the truck. And the swing from yeah. the backyard yeah. is what? in the back of the truck. And Ed's in it. And Ed's there. And everything's going awesome. Eating. And Lydia and Liz just pack up and go with him. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Well, they live in apartment life. Obviously, they're on the go, I guess. Sure. But yeah. still. Yeah. And that's how the movie ends. They just drive away with a fucking swing set behind their truck. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I'm going to need a minute. Yep. yep. Take and, a break. Uh, let's, let's take, take a, a minute and uh, collect ourselves, and we'll be right back. And we're back. So, this piece of shit's done. Let's go ahead and talk about some trivia, guys. 
Now, I have, this movie has some awards. Well, it's yeah. It's got some Razzies. Yeah. Oh, you think? And this is one of the few examples where I'm actually glad that this movie didn't win any of them because it still isn't a winner, even if it's for a Razzie. I want them to be like the obscure, <laughs> forgotten uh, about like piece it. of shit that it was before tonight. Yes. <laughs> it got nominated for three Razzies. Worst picture, worst on-screen couple between Matt LeBlanc and, quote-unquote, the, the mechanical monkey. <laughs> the chimp, yeah. yeah. Or the mechanical monkey. Worst screenplay. And Fair. all of these lost to strip tease. Oh. Suck it, Ed. Wow. I drink your milkshake. Wow. I drink it up. Now, the budget I have oh for this. Oh, my God. This was the worst. $24 million for what? into right? this movie. $24 for million. what? I know exactly what. Star Power and the Monkey. Oh, jeez. That's all it was. $24 million. Dollars. Oh. And it made 6.3. It made... Six point How three. How did it make that much? I have no idea. Well, you know what? It's a bomb. I mean, because because oh, people, yeah. people see like, hey, look, Air Bud's good right now. <laughs> MVP, most valuable primate about the primate that plays hockey oh, is yeah, successful. Yeah. Let's put this movie out too and just catch that wave. But no, came crashing down. Good. I. <laughs> uh, mm. Mm. Did you guys have any other trivia for this one? Nope. I, Zip. I, no. I couldn't, I couldn't no. muster up nothing of note. Yeah, nothing of note other than just as a fucking Burn disaster. Every of a copy movie. in existence. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> All right, moving along to best line, worst line. Well, oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. So the my best line obviously is my hobo in a barn. <laughs> sure. <laughs> my worst line is only because I didn't know what he said. At the end, do you guys know what what Chubb said when he says, "Knock me over with a cheesy goat"? Was it fart? Was it? I had no idea. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, he and I had to rewind because I couldn't hear it. But knock me over with a cheesy goat, something. Um, so that's know. my worst line because I don't know what it was. Although Fair it could enough. be the meandering metaphorical. Bill Cobb's thing, yeah. you know, that one. The, yeah. The proverb that took 20 seconds to say. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. When you shoot a chicken in the foot <laughs> and then walk it down the road, <laughs> you can already collect so much grain if you find a bath full of salt and then take that salt. Just on and on and on. Mm-hmm. All right. My best line, because I, I had to pick something, was... Everything that's said by Jim Caviezel's character in that scene where you first meet him. Because this was where I'm like, okay, this guy's charismatic. He's a sweet guy, and I want to see more of him. Yes. And then I got denied that. Yeah. Yeah. Worst line, you guys know it. Say it. Oh, I'm going to spank that monkey. Correct, Amundo. Yeah, that was was my worst. Yeah. What was was your your best best? line? My best line uh, was... um, uh, <laughs> at this point, the best line was "Run faster" from right. Warrior of the uh, Lost. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, oh I tr- there were uh, yeah. I, there, there's no way I could have picked a best line out of this okay. garbage. <laughs> Moving along to drinking game. We got some. I'm sure we have some fun rules for this one. Jesus, what do you guys got? Anything that came up? You know what? 
here's here's something that was a mystery to me. Every once in a while, Liz or Lydia would be in the press box for no reason. Yeah. For no reason at yeah. all. Yeah. So every time somebody who doesn't belong in the press box is in the press box, I have take a theory. A drink. Take a drink. Yeah. Oh, you have a theory. I have a theory. Oh. I had speculated that that sports announcer was the little girl's real father. Dad. <laughs> uh, ju- yeah. <laughs> And for all the shit that he says in the movie, that's exactly why he's not in the picture anymore. <laughs> I love that. I'm that's going plausible. with that. Yeah, I'm going that with that. That is plausible yep. because there's something out like he says, and one of them gives a strong reaction yeah. like, don't say that in front of she's your She's like daughter. monitoring his diet. I yeah. mean, she's like ma- not oh, letting him right. eat like she crappy She throws out food. this huge yeah. like, chili dog. Why? Wow. Because she doesn't want her biological father to die. <laughs> that's – no, I'm – all evidence you've points just, in that direction. I think you this, just cracked the code. You have, I just cracked you, Ed. You, you, you have made this into a faith-based film. Yep. I almost spit out my drink and wasted alcohol. <laughs> no. Oh, oh my God. Uh, well, all right. What other drinking games would there be? Um, every time there's a fart or like a burp joke. Yes. <sighs> Something yeah. Yeah. Down any, with that. Any, any kind space of space well And any time uh, Chubb or Bill Cobb says something sort of colloquial or homey. Or if you want an alternate, just to all that, just drink every time there's a cartoon sound effect. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. yeah. There you go. You'd be that drunk within the first 20 minutes. Because it's consistent. <laughs> and you'll yeah, need to is. be. Yeah. You will need to be. Yeah, job well done. If you get alcohol poison, then congratulations, <laughs> you're the winner. You beat Ed. There you go. All right, so we got to pick something. What did they do right in this movie? Well, I, I stick by Jack Warden and Bill Cobbs, Jim Caviezel. The, these people did a really lovely job in a movie that was bullshit. Really. I mean, even Tommy Lasorda was good. And I, I mean, and I know you don't agree about Jack Warden, but I feel like he was committed and he was grounded, and they made something. He he, wa- he was playing a character. There was right. some effort going on, right? There. I, yeah. So that I, I think they got that right. Um, the monkey was pretty good, so I think they got that right. But that's that's about all. I I can't. Okay, I, I agree. My, and mine was, was uh, Liz was good. Mine was the monkey. Mine was the monkey because I think the mm-hmm. monkey, even though you could tell it wasn't real, yeah, was still a very. It looked. It looked. It was. It looked. Like, it reminded me of like Harry and the Henderson's quality. Yeah, right. Like it yeah. had True. facial, yes. Yes. Fa- moving yes. facial features. Yeah, I I gotta disagree on the on the casting stuff. And here's my thing: like I, them putting people as charismatic as that in the small roles that they do, compared to Matt LeBlanc, and compared to. Deadpan McGee as the as the hot mom, all those people. That's like putting Red Brown in a movie and not letting him scream, or that's like putting uh, Michael Douglas in a movie and not making him an upper class businessman. It just it just takes me out of it more than anything else. That's my stance. I hear you. I just, I'm sorry. I'm so mad. I know. I know. Zip. Zip. There was, of all things, the consistency when it was trying to be. You know, uh, sort of, and not really emotional, but the serious, the more serious moments, those all worked on that level. When they were going for the straight up goofball kids comedy, 
bullshit with the cartoon right. noises, at least they were consistent with it. True. You that know. That is true. Uh, yeah. like, uh, but the problem is, is that each of those things were so disparate from the other. Right. It just, it, it was so jarring. It was Ugh. a mess. The movie is a mess. It is. It's yeah. a mess. I didn't like it. No. <laughs> No. I thought this movie was um, was garbage from start <laughs> to finish. They didn't um, even make baseball fun. No. It didn't even make animals no. fun, which is something right. that I've always been able to admire, even the less lesser quality movies. that Like, Ghost Can't Do It. That was, for a while, my least... I mean, that was one of the lesser movies that we've seen. Yeah. But I could still admire it for the use of animals, incorporating them in there. And right. Even the farm animals, which I thought were fun. Like even The whole beginning... Like the beginning, like after we got out, off the mound, when we got to the farm, the farm stuff. That yeah. whole farm sequence was actually really good until up until the, the until the bacon. So oh, yeah, until, until the until ham, rather. Really, so yeah. yeah, but that was really lovely. We got a really mm-hmm. nice picture of a family. Yeah, we got a picture of who this person was. We had a semblance of a character. Exactly. Exactly. So they got the first that scene up until Wilbur uh, was on a plate. Was really good. Yeah, we got a relationship with a father, you know, and a mom, and then and then all of that went out the window. Whoop. Yeah, straight out the window. Yeah, this um, <laughs> this wasn't a good time, guys. <laughs> um, nope. This is uh, your date movie. Th- this isn't. No, no. This. <laughs> I still maintain that this isn't worse than. Well, I don't know. This may be worse than Dragon Ball. I think it is because. Wow, Jack. I got a really. Th- I know. I. Yeah. I <laughs> So See, far, this is my date movie. Yeah, this is your date movie. See, <laughs> I, I, with Dragon Ball, it was more of a stagnant rage with me, whereas this one I could just kind of let it out. Right. <laughs> so I don't know, because like one one respect you can say that this movie kind of gave me a release from talking about it, whereas I'm still not over Dragon Ball, even right. after all these years of seeing it more than once. Which You've got to stop doing that. I will, cause I, <laughs> when you have a podcast that... <laughs> Yeah, but we don't have to watch that now. We don't. We don't. We're have done. Well, obviously not it. enough since you didn't know that Piccolo was still alive at the right. end. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Too soon, man. <laughs> I'm not done paying my doctor's bills over that yet, man. <laughs> so that was that was Ed. Any closing thoughts additionally? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No. 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 The, the, on, the only other thing is there's there's no reason to even pussyfoot around it. No. No. Yeah. The uh the flaming cinematic turd meter. Oh yeah. yeah. Five. Okay, that's <laughs> it. I'm, done. I'm not watching this anymore. Nobody should have to sit through hours of this crap. No, don't look at me like that. I'm not gonna do this. We're done. I'm finished. Over. So is it this was this was the worst movie that you've seen on our podcast the, this, so far? This is this one so far is the most rage inducing for me. <laughs> and it's like I said before, it's just this this is no excuse for, you know, trying to be kids entertainment. Right. This is There's the first no one, excuse. Right. I think this is the first one that you've told us that you have put that you stopped watching halfway through. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know of any other movies that we've seen that no, you said that you no, couldn't finish in, not, one, in the I, first sitting. No, I had to go. I had to go back and finish it later. I couldn't do it. I just it was like, no, I'm done. That's it. It's over. No, this movie for sure belongs in this list, and I hope it never leaves it. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Oh, yeah. You know what? It should be on multiple it times. Should be, it should be further down. The yeah. question is just what lies ahead of us. Oh God. Oh God. I know. 
that we're we're still in we're still in the eighties. We are. We still got a long way to go. Oh my god. Well, that said, that's about it for this episode of It Came From the Bottom. Once again, brought to you by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, podcasts, and more. Once again, I am Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. Next time, Body in the Web.